0: what's up everybody happy halloween welcome to real chronicles brought to you by the cinematic i'm your host david i'm joined with mr jack renault how are you Good. good sir
1: very good very good, very good. I know this is an episode... I'm not actually sure if you've talked about this movie before, but whether you have or haven't, I know you're still just as excited to talk about it today as am I.
0: And the fact that we're able, able to bring Hunter on for a horror movie, is a delight, so... Good day, good turn. It's been like a while since you've done a podcast on a horror movie, right? You did The Exorcist, and that's yeah, about the Exorcist, it, right?
2: yeah. Well, look, if you go into Halloween 4... That requires a bit of effort and research and, <laughs> and time commitment to a horror franchise. But when you do Halloween one, that's okay. I could do that.
0: For sure. So, wow, 45 years. So, we are covering the 45th anniversary of my favorite horror film of all time, Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween, not to be mistaken with 2007's Halloween and 2018's Halloween. Um, yeah, it's going to be quite the discussion. It's it the what's age the what's age the best what's age the worst category is actually really fun because the movie does have a lot of what's age the worst and we in more mm-hmm. of a comedic sense than a serious sense uh but yeah we're gonna dive into that for sure uh some of the news of the week uh so we got a lot of delays coming up i'll start with the one that probably hurt jack the most spongebob square <laughs> searching for square pants has been delayed to 2025 uh Jack, thoughts? I know you're the big SpongeBob SquarePants.
1: I mean, I I mean, granted, I am the big SpongeBob SquarePants fan of a time period consisting of about four years. Uh, I've been very vocal that that's like the golden era. But I mean, the Simpsons today, not bad. I will say, get compared to like more relative seasons. So like, whether it could actually be good, I mean, we could see because. I think it was the second or maybe th- one of the li- other movies that wasn't the first was actually like kind of decent relative to everything else. So it could be good. But I mean, they've also kind of just been milking this franchise for like the last 10 years. So I hope to like it. But if I, it ends up just being bad, I probably would end up seeing it. So
0: I don't really have anything to add here. <laughs> or do you? I forgot
2: that there was a third one. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, the, like the fourth movie. I was like, wait a minute. Like, I remember <laughs> the first two. Fourth, and then like Paramount Plus exclusive third movie. I'm like, oh, that's why.
0: It's crazy. I remember in 2004, uh, my girlfriend at the time, because I was a senior. Yeah, I was a senior in high school. And my girlfriend at the time was huge on SpongeBob, and that's when the first SpongeBob movie came out. Right. And that, yeah. Jack, which I was, I, sh- it was, I shit you not, it was a hu- which, was
1: suppo- which was supposed to be like the end, the end for mm-hmm. the series, which it yeah. should have been because it worked perfectly. But the, that movie,
0: the hype, dude, was madness in 2004 for that movie. I I didn't get it back then either, um. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, she was like all into it at that time, and she she really liked. It. I thought you know it was cute. I didn't really know what. I was watching, but it was cute. Uh, <laughs> the other two delays, we have uh, Disney has delayed Elio, which I don't even think looks that good, to be honest with you. And uh, Snow White. I was a few days old when I re- Greta Gerwig wrote this movie. I did not know she wrote this movie.
1: She wrote Snow
2: White? She Snow White? did.
0: She did. She did.
2: I did not know that. She- but it's directed by what Mark Webb, Mark that, Forrester, or something. Exactly. So like, ah. so like, who cares? Is what I'm gonna <laughs> say.
0: I, I I will trust that by then Greta will be an Oscar winner, and we, they can push that into the marketing of the movie.
1: Yeah.
0: But I yeah the Mark Webb of it all. I'm not really. Yeah. So yeah, anyway. So I, I, I think this is twofold because I do think The Strike is probably ending in the next couple of days with uh, Crossing Fingers. And I don't see the move, the reason for the move outside of the Rachel Zegler stuff. And she's about to get uh, a lot more hate in the next couple of weeks. I see Hunger Games on mm-hmm. Wednesday, so hopefully are you, that... Are
1: you, are you a fan of those movies? I like original the... original
0: series? I do. I am. I don't read the okay. books, but I was kind of... I'm, I'm a big Jennifer Lawrence fan, so mm-hmm. you know they're nothing to me. They're nothing spectacular, but that I think they were right. entertaining enough. Uh, I don't like the so there's four. I don't like the splitting of the last one because the third one is mm-hmm. extremely boring. I did like the actual the, the first last two. One. I did really like. Yeah, yeah I did uh, so actually that, like the last last one, but
2: the, see that's the problem. I've I haven't seen the third and fourth one yet. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> third like,
0: one's te- I would not say it's terrible. It's just bad.
2: Like it's not the worst yeah. thing. Um, it's just, I fell off a giant cliff after the second movie, and I was like, I don't care. And then it just stopped from there.
0: It's it's the whole Deathly Hallows, hungry, uh, Twilight thing. That was the era of, like, yeah.
2: splitting your last oh, entry yeah. into two parts. Um, yeah. I just, I'm pissed, though. Snow White's another year. I have to listen to it, hear about it. It's like, I, I give zero percent on this movie and yet i still have to hear about it every other week at least at (laughs) least no material for it at all not even a trailer they just released a photo and they're like oh god we're gonna be milking that photo for another six months
0: this at least this uh social media um presence of hating on something only lasts for about a week and then they have uh brie larson to hate on it about a week with the marvels Uh, coming out so you know that shift will come uh and then the other delay was mission impossible has been would not shocking move to 2025 along with a name change, and a quiet place has been shifted to July. Nah, nothing too crazy here. Pretty much expected in terms of MI is halfway done filming,
1: so yeah. and the I'll- name change
0: though kind of stupid. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say. So what is it? Just dead reckoning now? Or are they gonna have to go back?
0: <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, the the Blu-ray uh, has not come out yet. So I'm curious okay. if they have removed the part one from the box when it comes out. That kind of will confirm a title change if that's that's the case. Uh, and then the last two bits of news. I know you guys aren't big on seeing trailers that you're super excited for movies that you're super excited for. So I will ask on this. But Freud's last session. I want to I want to pat Hunter on the shoulder and myself on the shoulder for thinking this movie is going to be nothing because apparently this movie is absolutely nothing as it premiered at AFI and the trailer looks like it's. Not great. Did you guys get a chance to see the trailer?
1: Yeah, it looked I fine.
0: Yeah, I... it looks like a, tr- a giant chore. I'm glad I don't have to watch. Yeah. And then Maestro. I had
1: I, did... I, I not, but I had heard the from our friends at AI, uh, AFI Fest. Mm. I had heard those resounding support.
0: Did <laughs> you see the trailer to Maestro? I know Hunter skipped her. Did...
1: I I was going. I wasn't going to, but then I decided to because I looked at what was it i saw a post on instagram that was like the it was the maestro soundtrack and it's being distributed by like a label oh, that the, the label that's <laughs> distributing the uh the soundtrack if you listen to a lot of classical music you'll recognize this label i yeah. can i can't remember the name of it but that just made me really happy so i was like i'll check out this trailer and
0: Demo-
2: yeah, so I, I, uh, I don't even know what music's it to in me the now. movie. Give it to me
0: All, I'm not even going to bring up too much of the trailer. As someone I've seen the movie, i i was very curious. Has this is the full first full trailer of it, not mm-hmm. the teaser. Um, did a great job of not really giving too much away for people that aren't familiar with 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 Leonard. But I do think they did a great job of focusing on what the movie is actually about, and I'll leave right. it there. But the small seconds that you saw of that church sequence, Jack. That's that's, what, that's, that, that's what it, it man. Okay, okay. That's I, I was going to say,
1: you you mentioned the conducting, and I was like, well, there's like four, it's, like four it's different the moments of it. Which one? Okay. Awesome. You,
0: I, I posted jokingly, Uh, seven minutes later, every actor in contention for lead actor said, fuck, after watching that seven-minute sequence. <laughs> that's, hmm. that's all I will say. I can't wait for you guys to see the movie. Uh, Shh two weeks two weeks for you i'm trying to get another screening for it because i want to see it in dolby and i think they're going to do adobe screening here in new york i'm like i i because as much as the uh walter reed theater for NIF is great i hearing the conducting sequences in dolby is going to be immaculate so i'm hoping to get one of those in uh and that's pretty much all the news of the week uh should i save you laugh for what we watch, jack for the surprise that you have for us, or do you want to go? Well, first? I
1: mean, you can just touch on me because I'm 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 not I don't have a ton of A and B. I'm not gonna like expunge on like what I thought of the movie. I'll just leave the suspense of what it is. Perfect. So, go for. Uh, for those listening, uh, we are actually going to be recording uh another episode out immediately after this. So I will save my thoughts on the Age of Innocence. Oh, that was first watched by me. So. I'm going to sit on it. I'm going to leave the thoughts. Hunter, did you Wait a minute.
2: Wait a minute. (laughs) I had to to get up and close the blinds. That sun is going to blind me. And I heard age and I heard innocence as I walked away. I was like, wait a minute.
1: You you can fill in the (laughs) blanks because I did watch that movie. But
2: my thoughts will be saved
1: for our rankings. Okay. All right. Perfect All right. And then on top of that, I, Um, uh, I showed a friend the thing for the first time. The Carpenter version, which, I mean. Sublime. The, 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 I will oh. never, I will never get tired of seeing people's reaction to the chest. Just that, that that moment <laughs> will never get old.
0: <laughs> can I, can I throw a hot take? The chest and thing is more impactful for me than Alien.
1: Uh, that's, that's fair. Because I, I, if I mean, if I'm being honest, I would say that like the chest is also like maybe not. It's like maybe like my third favorite, like. I guess, like, kill in Halloween, or Alien, I guess. So that's not an insane take. Okay, but great. Yeah, no, I, and I wouldn't even say... I mean, I also love the dog sequence too. Just like it's got so, it's got so many good moments.
0: I I get so sad seeing those dogs because they look legitimately scared.
1: And the and the dog that's like trying to chew out the fence <laughs> yep. like that that's what seals it for me. But God, it, it, it's just I wish I could erase the part of my brain that knows like about the dog sequence and just see it again for the first time. Mm. But yeah, pretty light week for me. Uh, but I will touch more on *Age of Innocence* and *The Last Waltz* as well, which I did watch um, later on nice Hunter, what do you got
2: well it's it's been a, it's it's busy season in terms of new movies we don't know but i got to see a few two new ones in 70mm at our one of our local theaters 2001 a space odyssey i saw Ooh. for the second time yeah this was a rewatch yeah um it was i mean i love the movie it's a masterpiece i was reminded how little actually happens in this movie like mm. very few things like literally happen in this movie they go to the moon they find the monolith And the guys are on the space station, and they don't do much the whole time. I was like, wow, this movie, like, barely does anything. But that doesn't matter, because it's it's so interesting the whole time. But... The problem is everyone's talking about intermissions in Kellers of the Flower Moon*. There's an intermission in *2001: of Space honestly, The restoration—it's like
1: two, it's like two and a half hours long, which it's, like yeah, I, it's, I always forget. It's like barely, it's like barely over two twenty. And also <laughs> yeah, a very it's,
0: sweet spot. It, like if they were gonna do an intermission, I think they would do pick a the nice spot.
2: spot, yeah. Yeah, but I think I think it was terrible intermission. Like it just cuts. The, like I'm mean, an hour into the movie, it's fine. It's not like it's not like an hour and fifty minutes in the movie like *Killers* would be, but. I don't know, whatever. But I, I was still surprised to look at like, how many Oscars this movie was in contention for, for how weird it is. But I guess Kubrick was kind of in the club because he had Spartacus and Paths of Glory and stuff at that point. But, yeah. And then uh, they showed another, the next one they showed was a movie clearly inspired by 2001, which is Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which mm. it's Spielberg doing that. But like that same feeling of like wonder and terror, this time just on Earth a little bit more, and I've I, it's like the lower end of my Spielberg top 10, I think, because I really liked it. It's, it's very slow paced as well, but just incredibly well made and has some great uh, like technical work in it. And what is the one right after Jaws? So it, you know, no sophomore slump for him, at least in terms of that. Mm-hmm. And then Twin Cities Film Fest just ended this week or yesterday, I guess. So there's like four or five movies I saw there start they had they the opening night was the holdovers which I had seen at TIFF so I didn't go see it again but All of the Strangers played the second day and I thought that was quite good kind of this weird middle ground between being a literal movie metaphorical I think it looks amazing in terms of the cinematography I think Andrew Scott's great so it's a good movie I really enjoyed I watched All of Rhodes Taste of Salt right after that which was whatever I don't even know what to say about this movie because it's just such a weird I,
0: movie it's Oh man, I saw now, it. Like no, if you it,
2: it, well, I would say anybody who saw it for Sundance at home terrible way to watch this movie because oh, I would be like, yeah, even I was appreciated this. I so, was like, if I had to watch this at home, I would be bored at my fucking.
0: honor oh, Hey, you know me, man. This was awful. I know,
2: and that's that's I, that was me saying as a person who loves these type of movies and anybody oh, who does my it. My God, you
0: know, Jack, this movie, this movie tested every inch of my patience when I saw it at Sundance. Yeah.
2: It is the most slowest paced, deliberately just like anything like that. those two characters get to have a hug. And I think it goes on for at least four minutes long. I think it's a <laughs> I, minimum. I was almost timing it. Like it probably is almost four minutes long they're hugging for. Her. And it, it's emotional. It makes sense in the context of the movie. But it's like, holy shit. Yeah, come man. on.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: <laughs> that was fine but it's hard for me to judge it because it's such an art house movie and and there's like no crowd for this but i don't know yeah i'd I'd see it uh i don't know but i did get to see um one of the year's best movies in the taste of things so yeah i i didn't get to see the can because i picked the ken loach movie on the final day which turned out to be the worst movie i saw there so bad decision at that point but whatever but i think it's for movie with no stakes, really no real drama, it's it's so good. Simple story, expertly told. It's just them cooking. It's but it's you know their love through cooking and how they communicate through it. Do you Man, see what I
0: just... mean? Like now that you've seen it, because when yeah. I, I in our chat, I don't I don't think you contributed because you hadn't seen it as of yet. I had said that I actually do understand why France chose this because it actually has a real chance of winning because it is a hundred percent in French as opposed to. You know how the it's basically forty percent English in Anatomy of a Fall, so they could yeah. be against giving it's, it the award. I think it could I, win.
2: I st- I don't think there's any bias against how much English or French is in the movie. Now, if they were worried about if it'd be disqualified for that, maybe. But I think that's also a very stupid process to have, where you submit it and then you learn it's disqualified. Yeah, that makes no sense, but. I like the taste of things for an anime Fall. Both are great movies, but mm. I still think enemy Fall would have been the better play. But maybe it also points out why do they need to submit only one movie? But that's a that's another that's yeah. that's, that's a whole ass essay thesis statement right there. So I don't really want to get into. And that. can
0: we so, add how the country gets the Oscar instead of the director?
2: Well, that too. Yeah, it should be the filmmaker. Why you know? Why Bong Joon Ho doesn't have a fourth Oscar because he should though. Whatever. Uh, They had Saltburn there, which was a surprise late addition to the festival. I liked it quite a bit. I was not in the love it kind of portion. I think it's just incredibly mean spirited, but also doesn't have a ton. It's saying, even though I did enjoy what it was saying. So, and it's incredibly well made and put together and fun to watch just for how provocative it is. So, I'm glad I got to see it. And I'm, you know, it lived up to at least some expectations for it. It's still, I mean, still, I'm still thinking about it yet. And it's been a couple days. And then I saw American Fiction yesterday, which won TIFF, which proves I can see 30 movies at TIFF and still miss the People's <laughs> Choice winner. I'm not saying I'm surprised with People's Choice, but I don't think I would have ever voted for it. It's definitely this year's like Triangle Sadness, I think, where it's just shooting fish in a barrel without easy it's satirizing Hollywood and the publishing world and it's just like yeah I agree with you but it's kind of not anything new again but it's, it's really funny and Jeffrey writes really nice so it definitely shows when you see a movie and the expectations for it because I saw it at TIFF and maybe would have liked it more but now I say an after with all the awards it's not just because I was expecting to be and the final one in the middle of Twin Cities Film Festival it wasn't part of the festival I got to see it. The Killer by David Fincher. God damn man, this is one of the best movies of the year. I've I absolutely I mean anyone who's played the Hitman game series, the video game series is my absolute favorite video games. I play those all the time. Hitman 3 from like 2019 or 2020 or whatever. This is one of the best games ever and this is literally the most perfect adaptation of those games. The actual two Hitman movies are complete garbage. So <laughs> I was glad that they David Fincher made this it is so surface level so straightforward no real ambition or lesson to be learned in it but it's just masterfully done I was so ready the entire time this is everyone who was like this is mid-tier Fincher I was like what the fuck are you on about that would be I'll, me, I'll admit, that would I'll be admit, me. obviously I can see why people have social network over and I completely would agree with that but like this is my favorite Fincher movie and you know it's just perfect
0: I currently I have it at my number
2: eight. What
0: the? Still four stars, but number eight.
2: So it's barely above Alien 3, is what you're telling me. Barely. Well, not, ba- not barely above. I guess it, there's a big drop off in social rankings. All right, I guess, I'll, once I'll do. Get so,
0: Social Network, Zodiac, those are my top two.
2: Okay. See, that's, those are the only two I really, really like. I mean, like, 100% fine. They could be above it because they're also my top three, so it's fine.
0: I have Gone at three. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I have Mank at four, but that's just the old Hollywood guy in me that just really loves it. I, mean,
2: I Make's makes my number four. I love Mank. Okay,
0: so, so this is where – I oh, I have seven at five, and then this is where yeah. more my preferential taste in terms of, like, what he wow. makes as opposed to what the killer is doing. So I have Girl with the Dragon Tattoo at six, and then seven is – Objectively speaking, if we're doing in terms of quality, The Killer would probably be my seven. But in terms of preference and because I love this movie so much, I have the game at seven. But I totally understand it's more wait, of a. where do
1: you have fight club?
0: That it keeps going lower. That's at nine. <laughs> yeah. That's at nine. Honestly,
2: fight Fight Club's was, the lowest was for me. Low, I'm not a huge Fight like, Club fan. Wait.
0: Like, I think, really? I think Fight Club is one of the most overrated movies I have ever seen in my life, and I even I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> the fact that David Fincher even spoke about it this or this week or end of last week about how he doesn't get it either. It, <laughs> it, it just made me chuckle, and then you get to the bottom. Mm. Yeah, for me, Benjamin Button, Benjamin uh, Button, and yeah, Alien. What? Yeah, there's Benjamin one
2: movie there on there, but the Button. I do
0: like Panic Room more than Benjamin Button and Alien Three. Okay. Uh, but Benjamin Button hey. is a. Chore to get through. I've,
2: we're doing Fincher rankings for the the Critics Circle, and I've just been doing some scouting and going on people's letterboxes. As Benjamin Button is the biggest variable in everyone's. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because it's also just not a Fincher movie, at least when you think of it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely like have people seen it first and foremost, because it's not something you just waltz right into. But it's also starring Brad Pitts and Kate Blanchett. But then the reactions to it, I've seen everything from worst. To like second best, I suspect the best. I suspect one network.
0: and two are probably going to be an easy
2: thing to gain. Oh yeah, I've already, no, I've already, I've already put social network in the first place. Like yeah, I've already made I've the post and have it in first place. i like, I don't need to worry about this. Um, <laughs> don't but, worry,
0: but don't get me wrong. Like I said, it's mid tier, but mid tier for Fincher is not like it's mid tier for anybody else. I that's like, yeah, I, yeah. I loved it. Um, I do kind of. I, I really love that the first thirty minutes is basically all internal
2: monologue which perfect
0: perfect perfect and i uh i
2: like him just just doing a job and it's like this is hitman he just sit there and you wait and wait and this there's moments of hitman where you're waiting in the game for 10 fucking minutes and that's amazing and one you of my think to yourself
0: i did want to i didn't get a chance to talk too much about it one of my favorite score soundtracks of the year because the music oh. in this movie is so so so
2: good that and the um fight scene. Yes, yes, that fight scene is insane. Because, like, Venture for all kinetic is, most of his movies don't have fight scenes. Like, Girl, Dragon, Tattoo eh, a little doesn't bit, really... They're very they're very different. So, And this is, like, a full-on fight scene. Even Fight Club doesn't really have fight scenes. They're different. But this is just straight action. And it's perfect. So, yes. Awesome.
0: Alright, so for me, kind of a light week in terms of what i usually do so Saltburn, i also did see and i did i i agree with you it doesn't really have much to say i still loved it though i kind of man i went to college during this era and she really captured every vibe of what i went through in parties at college like the, before they hit the Saltburn, and they went to all these parties i was like yeah that is literally my college experience especially hearing that awful awful t-pain song When I tell you that Get Low song played at every, (laughs) every, every party I went to in college. And it never stopped. It doesn't matter. From 2006 to 2010 when I graduated, that is all that Fucking played at
2: that. At oh, I'll tell parties. you, it's still around in 2017 oh when I was starting freshman college. It was still around.
0: <laughs> I hate at least that the, song. It,
2: corny. If you played it, you were corny. It's not cool to play that song. Yeah, anymore.
0: when I was in college, it was the cool song. But like, yeah, it, I, it
2: now it's reached that peak of its life where it's now the corny it's song. It's so
0: bad. But no, I loved it. I thought um, I really love what Jacob Elordi is doing this year. Have you seen Priscilla yet, Hunter, or you haven't?
2: Wednesday, I see it. So yeah.
0: you'll see like how. A,
2: good he is i loved of, him in the movie i, I don't, was I don't really think there's a single bad performance i liked everybody in
0: it oh barry oh. he'll never get a nominated for this because his performance is out there but he is yeah. phenomenal in this movie uh let me see what else i got so i saw this documentary and i mentioned off the line i'm not sure if you actually you guys may know who this is in passing but as someone that loves uh mob movies and when i was in high school i did a paper on this guy uh there's a new Netflix true crime series called "Get Gotti" about John Gotti. Do you guys know who John? Wow, oh, wow.
2: Okay. I just had to ask. Hey. You
0: never know. There's some people that don't even know who Michael now, Jordan is nowadays.
2: Well, okay. I'm only gonna say because of the movie Gotti. Oh, that's dumb. the only. Yo, I, I forgot about that garbage. That's the, the 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 meme of it. I haven't even seen the movie, but I know who the the, the guy is. Jack,
0: yes. do you know who John Gotti is?
2: I know the like the mob boss. Not just
0: the, the mob, mob guy. So, yeah. so he's essentially what, what if Michael Corleone was a real person?
1: Okay. Yeah. Like he, I, don't, I don't know the lore of him. I just know he was a mob guy.
0: Honestly, if you have a chance, it's not long. It's three parts at 45 minutes each, j- especially since we love the Godfather as much as we do. Uh, watch the doc. It's basically okay. about his rise and fall. I thought you were going to that-
1: recommend the Travolta movie.
2: No, I would, honestly because no. <laughs> I was going to ask, have you seen that? Because if you've done a paper on John Gotti, you definitely saw a that movie. Dramatic representation, I'm aware of. I no, didn't, I didn't know there is another there
0: dramatic is. representation. Other with, uh, and I actually did see that too after watching the the doc. But the cool thing about this one is the the doc actually has real mobsters that worked with Gotti, so they touched on like how he was as a person, and they actually you uh use the FBI tapes during the doc, so you actually hear a lot of what's going on. Very interesting stuff. But I did see the actually good John Gotti movie. It's called Gotti as well from 1996 Uh, starring Armand Asante. It was an HBO movie. He won the Emmy for actor that year for playing John Gotti. Highly recommended. Um, I saw two of the two of my top 10 worst movies of the year. Um, I saw Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. (laughs) Wait, that no, was well, was, ex- that this, was that this year? Yeah, uh, yeah, year? it okay. it uh it released I think in January or February of the year.
2: Okay, I was like, it's just I thought it was a new one because I don't know you or somebody else that's also seen it. So I thought there was a second <sighs> way to Poo Movie this year. It's I'm coming, like, out, The way man. they crank these out, it makes sense. Like I was like, I don't disagree. Jack, I
0: love bad horror. You know that? Of course. This is fucking a business.
2: This
1: bad this is
0: horror. Fu- <laughs> they kill off Christopher Robin in the first five minutes of the movie off screen. <laughs> Only to bring him back at the end of the movie. And they set up a sequel where Christopher Robin is going after Winnie the Pooh and everybody. (laughs) So that's what the sequel is going to be. He's going after
2: them to get revenge. See, you say this, it sounds cool, but it's not. not. It's not.
0: (laughs) And then the other really, really terrible movie. I saw Five Nights at Freddy, which is... (laughs) I got my invite for Wednesday and embargo on Thursday, so I did not go to I did that not go to the press screen. So that...
2: that was that was he was here, but it, but they showed it in the theater forty five minutes away from me. Nah, I was kidding. like, no, nah, I'm not doing nah. that,
1: <laughs> dude. It is it, like not it, like not getting the SpongeBob hype is like one thing because that was like past like your time, but like Five Nights at Freddy's, i I'm, I'm I was like maybe like a year or two years. Behind I, it, like if I was born two years later, like this would be my shit. Gotta that's say where that whole generation fandom is ver- yeah. that
0: fandom is very toxic. I've gotten into it with a few people on on DMs this weekend. <laughs> um, they're like, "You don't know what you're talking about. You never played the game." I'm like, "No, but I know what a good and bad movie is." The movie, yeah. the movie I, I, essentially should have been 80 minutes, self-contained at Freddy's, and that's it. He, I, the movie should have started with him go get you know go into his job, and then we go from yeah. there. Jack, it takes fifty minutes to get to Freddy's. No way. Fifty fucking minutes to get to Freddy's, and then they leave Freddy's.
1: And yeah, what then are we doing? self is de- yeah. What <laughs> are we doing? Do? Kind I'm of expecting it to be more self-contained than that at least, but yeah, uh, it seems this... like a lot of the like the FNAF fandom seems to be like liking it. So at least they got their fan service. Because if it wasn't, then this would just be like the.
0: It made $130 most, like, million. Dollars, so it
2: definitely. Oh my, this this That's was long? definitely the the first movie where I was like, this is like the first box office phenomenon where I could say, I am too old for this. Like, because mm-hmm. nothing yet. I was, yeah, because it came out like 2014, 13, or whatever. And yeah, that was freshman year for me, but it was all the sixth and seventh graders that were playing it, not the ninth graders.
0: Yeah. And then the, one of the guys that I argued with this weekend was like, well, you're old and you got your Super Mario Brothers movie. And I was I'm like, say, I was and then. And then I countered with, "I'm like, you're right. I like the movie, and the movie may not be great to some, but the movie is
2: also 80 minutes. This is two hours. Yeah. So that's right. I did appreciate Mario. It's in and out. It's quick. And I'm like, thank you.
0: Yeah, man, it, it sucked. Um, but I did cleanse myself with. Uh, I watched some Kubrick with The Shining, which oh, yeah. is a, a pretty decent movie. Did you ever get to it, Hunter? I, the problem was. I, as Hunter <laughs> freezes when talking about The
1: Shining. Wow, wow, wow. yes. The, the, perfect, the perfect cutout, if oh, you will say.
0: This will not be cut out of the podcast just for the perfect See, placement of the pause. The uh,
1: embodiment while, of what happened
0: was... While we get him I, back, I will, I'll run through some of the rest. So The Shining is still great. Still, like, elite movie making. Dr. Sleep is super underrated. I still think Dr. Sleep is phenomenal. I love Mike Flanagan. Saw the Mist. Have you ever seen The Mist, Jack?
1: No, but I've I've heard good things about it.
0: The Twist is is one of the most shocking things ever. Even watching it okay. now, it still hits a lot.
1: That's a that's a Shyamalan movie, right?
0: No, that's Derema.
1: Oh oh I'm thinking I guess I'm thinking of something else. Uh, um
0: okay. Saw the Lost Boys, because I Classic. do watch it every year and <laughs> Tim Capello
1: is still still jazzy as ever. Oh man.
0: That scene is probably the, my one of my top 10 favorite horror scenes, and it does nothing for the <laughs> plot of the story.
1: No, that's my favorite moment of that movie for sure. Just, I mean, it's the most fun it gets, without question. The, and I do
0: think the movie, for the most part, is insanely fun. The
1: whole movie yeah, doesn't yeah. really
0: have a moment where I'm like, all right, I'm not having a good time. Even down to the final review at the end, I think it's, um, it's pretty solid. Uh, let me see what else... Hunter, we still have not gotten Hunter back, so he really has maybe gone to the Overlook.
1: Because... He is really he is really formulating that response to <laughs> watch The Shining.
0: Um, I saw April Fool's Day, which is basically if you've seen Bodies, 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 they basically copied a lot of April Fool's Day on there. Uh, mm. Really like nice little 80s slasher. Dolls, which I have been telling you to watch for a while, directed by Stuart Gordon, who also directed Reanimator.
1: Reanimator, mm-hmm. uh,
0: Stop motion animation, at its finest for horror. It basically it's the, the they stra- It's it's only seventy seven minutes long. That's another thing. So the movie basically has
1: this. Oh God!
0: This family. Yeah, I, just lo-
1: I just looked at the letterbox and I I see like the background image. Yeah, those are those are some creepy dolls. <laughs>
0: so essentially, these dolls, you find out secrets about them as we go along, uh, but. The stop motion kills are really fun. It's really, really fun. I think, especially with how much you love stop motion, it's it's going to be a favorite of yours. Uh, Splendid. Alone in the dark, which is stars Donald Pleasance, Jack Palance, mm-hmm. um, let me, Martin Landau, <laughs> and essentially the movie is they Donald Pleasance is a doctor. Surprise, surprise. And he goes; he basically runs a uh, mental, mental health institution. And these guys escape and start murdering people. Simple, wow. but effective. Uh, there's a line in the movie that I re- that I think a top notch horror. There are no crazy people, doctor. We're all just on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last couple here, Creepshow, which. You have not seen. Mm, have you seen Creepshow? Show? Have,
1: have, have not, but that is, uh, that's been on the 2B watch list. It's, it's a fun one.
0: And then the first thing you'll notice, because Tom Atkins is at the beginning, he's the open end story of, of Creepshow, because, you know, it's an anthology. Um Great. He doesn't have a mustache, and it's very fucking oh, – wow. w- Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Babyface Atkins. <laughs> my, my, my letterbox just says, probable studio note. Don't ever shave off the Atkins stash ever again. It just looks so, <laughs> so, so strange. But I did think see that a... was
1: in his uh You think that was in like his contract like, like, I, was, like, I keep I gotta... the mustache guys. After this one,
0: like, I going, hope so going forward. <laughs> then I saw another Tom Atkins classic, which mm-hmm. we're we're not near an anniversary, but it's so fun. Night of the Creeps. Tom Atkins plays a detective and he is Elite. Every time he picks up the phone, he just says throw me. That's how he says hello. <laughs> it's it's so fun. Kill practical effects are pretty good. Um and I think we should wait for Hunter for the last movie because I did have I think he will probably appreciate this movie when I talk about it. But oh I did see Misery. Have you watched Misery? Uh and, oh, nice. and Pet Cemetery, which oh, nice. have you seen those?
1: I've seen Misery. I haven't seen Pet Cemetery. I I haven't seen Pet Cemetery. Yeah, Misery's th- freaking great.
0: Yeah, I think um, I I, I letterboxed it that uh, Ann Wilkes rep- uh, re- represents every toxic fandom on social media in twenty
1: twenty three. Very very ahead of its time, no doubt.
0: Do you and uh, do you think while we're waiting for Hunter? Do you think uh, that win was deserved?
1: for the Oscar? Oh yeah. 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 Well, it was nine nine 1990. Um who were the I can, nothing is or no one is instantly coming to mind in terms of the competition. Let me let me see.
0: Yeah, let me look forward to because
1: but No, that, that, that's that's a fun winner and that's I remember that just being a really good year all around cuz I think that that might have been the, the Jeremy Irons year maybe. I know that was uh the Joe Pesci year obviously.
0: Yeah, cuz I um, Oh, I think she Let's see.
1: Okay, uh, I mean, Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman would, be, would have been oh, a win. Oh, damn, yeah. Had, had, that have, had that have happened, but, so I do. I think... mean, either, either or, two two fun wins. I do uh, think, uh,
0: you're 100% right, because I do think if Kathy doesn't win, I think Julia Roberts wins. Yeah. And then we don't get Erin uh, Brockovich, and then Ellen Bernstein wins her second Oscar for Requiem for a Dream.
1: Ew, yeah, yeah. Requiem for a no, Dream no, is... no the oscar what ifs man yeah.
0: o- <laughs> especially during with horror um
1: oh <laughs>
0: let let's bring hunter back in let's see if he wants to continue joining us to talk about halloween yeah, the,
1: the, this was this was his out to get out of talking did about you go watch halloween.
0: the shining and come back hunter <laughs> is that what you did
1: uh well, i could have oh we lost him again Oh man,
0: this is great. This is great. We lost him again.
1: Actually, uh, and we... Tony does not want Hunter to watch The Shining. No, it's... that's pretty
0: hilarious. So I will just go off and finish what we yeah, watched. I guess. I... He dipped again.
1: We he might. He, he might be hearing us. So, but he can't. We
0: can't hear him. So. The last one that I wanted to touch on was called "One Evil Lurks. It's kind of been talked about. Are you a still
2: lot. live? What the hell? Oh, there
0: you <laughs> go. Yeah, we can hear you now. We can hear you now. Maybe you shouldn't stay on camera. This isn't live
2: TV, man.
0: So, did you go watch The Shining and come back?
2: Well, I could have at least watched one scene of it. <laughs> so the God last goddamn Stephen curse of Stephen King here.
0: The last movie I wanted to touch on, uh, was a movie I think I will recommend to Hunter because I don't usually recommend horror to Hunter because I know he doesn't you know, there's my type of horror doesn't really vibe with him, but I saw when Evil Lurks, which is it played at debuted at Tiff. Uh, it's an Argentinian horror film probably the best horror movie of the year uh very visceral it's not for the faint of heart uh to the point where children get murdered on screen and it is it's wild basically what's going on here is that the movie starts with uh these brothers that go to a house and they find this uh, person on a bed who is possessed and they have to get rid they have to get rid of the body but it's it should be get. It should be rid of by someone, not an exorcist per se, but a cleaner. That's what they're called. And the wrong people. Something happens, and then that spirit is uh, passes on from person to person, from person to person. And then by the end of the movie, something happens, and then uh, it ends in a very downer fashion, but the movie's excellent. It is, the body horror is some of my, probably my favorite of the year, the body horror in this movie. It's pretty incredible. Uh, It's playing on Shudder right now, so if you guys do have Shudder, I highly recommend it. It's very good. Uh, One of the best posters of the year, too, because the sequence in the poster is insane. And that's pretty much it for what, what we watch for the week. Let's get into... Why we're here—the 45th anniversary of my favorite horror film of all time—and Jack, where is this for you? Top three?
1: Yeah, no, well, I'll think about it more throughout. I, it's it's not one. It's potentially two, but if not, it's three. It's awesome. definitely up there.
0: And you saw? I mean, we'll get into it now, Hunter, when we do what uh, first viewing. But I know that you're more recent on Halloween one. So, first viewing, Jack, go for it.
1: So, I. Just knew about the movie for a long, 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 long time. Um, I think what maybe pushed me towards watching the movie was one of my big rewatchables when I was like in the sixth grade was uh, the J.J. Abrams film Super 8. Ah, um, yes. And there's there there there's a character in that movie with uh with the Halloween poster in the background. So that was kind of just like there, kind of in the subconscious. Um, but I bought the DVD. Uh, when I was 14 at a garage sale, um, at my dad's old apartment, (laughs) I also, I remember I also bought platoon there. So it was like, this was like right around the time when I was kind of beginning to like collect DVDs. Even if I like, wasn't like, even if I was just going to watch it once, I would just kind of have everything. But I watched it that night on my portable DVD player. Uh, and I loved it. Uh, It would not hit my top 30 uh, favorite movies of all time until much, much later down the road. Uh, It took me my Hitchcock binge to really begin to just appreciate. It took me the Hitchcock binge as well as seeing more horror movies to just really appreciate kind of the actual kind of composition of the movie and how it's based more with tension and anxiety rather than just like jump scares which like when you think of slashers that's kind of more so what you think of um and since then it's become an annual watch for me i think it's one of the best horror movies ever it's the gold standard of its genre essentially when it comes to slashers um and yeah it's also just one of the one of the most fascinating movies to like kind of read about knowing that it's like a it was an independent movie and one of the first that like really became like a smash hit so all
0: right great, great stuff hunter your first watch was last year right yes
2: yeah, about one year so exactly back when we were playing poker more often this was my <laughs> quote unquote punishment you gave me for this one i guess more of a just like assignment which is yeah, fine take- which is i kind of need it because it's one of those movies where it's been on my watch this forever i'm like oh i've probably seen it but if i'm not I- i'm only gonna see in october so it means there's only so many it's a window of time so but, yeah well other people are getting the human centipede as their poker punishment so I'm, <laughs> like, I'm happy i got off on that one <laughs> don't need to don't need to watch that crap though but yeah yeah i watched it last year for the first time which i watched it i was like damn i wish i would have watched this when i was like 12 or 13 because that would have been a real a little more formative time to be seeing it not, not that it it's any worse when you're 23 or whatever it is. So I liked it quite a bit. It's a it's a great movie. It's a great way to kind of the start not the start of the slasher genre, but really this really elevating it out of not you know elevated horror, but really taking it into a new level is basically what it was doing. I could see it for, at that point.
0: Yeah, for me, I've told this story on here before. I was uh s- about seven or eight years old. I had just come home from trick or treating. It was a Friday night. I remember the Halloween was on Friday this year. Um, I came home to the end of Halloween one. So it was this, uh, basically when they're back in the house after, uh, Mm. uh, when she drops the knife, that whole sequence, uh, from, and it was on USA network when they used to play how the Halloween movies, uh, I jumped right into two after. So essentially Halloween one was half of what, uh, like a quarter of the first horror movie I ever saw. And then Halloween two is the first full horror movie I ever saw. Um, yeah, it's in my personal top 10 favorite movies of all time. I adore this movie. I watch it every single year twice on October 1st and October 31st. Um, everything you guys said, this movie, I don't consider it a slasher per se because I you really don't see... There's there's no real... Yes, people die on screen, but people die on screen in other movies, but it's not... The point of the movie is not to emphasize the kills, and that's what slasher movies do. The for me, this movie emphasizes more atmosphere, tension, and evil, per se, rather than just a guy killing people the way Halloween 2, 3, Halloween 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 do. Uh, so Halloween, for me, has always been a very important movie, and it's one of my favorites of all time. Hunter, you... you Seem like... It doesn't emphasize the kills, is that what you're saying? What? I don't think.
1: I mean, I mean, I mean, John Carpenter does come in every with a bum. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think there's
0: emphasis. Like the movie's emphasis is more on themes mm-hmm. and just the, the kills, especially when you watch Halloween two. You can go back oh, on Halloween no. one. You're like, yeah, this movie. I guess I don't on.
2: have. I don't have that base point. I'm just basing on one movie.
0: And it's and yeah. then like you, what the movie that I think really started the, the slasher genre is Friday the Thirteenth, and that essentially ripped off Halloween. And not the right aspects of it. So, basically, I don't feel that Halloween 1 has characters for fodder, as opposed to other slasher movies where you have like 15, 16 characters that are there just for one purpose and one purpose only to be killed. Halloween has those characters that do die, but at least... Especially with the trifecta of our our female leads, they're each at least given some form of character development and relationships, as opposed to the other Halloween movies or other slasher movies. <coughs> Alrighty, so production of the movie after viewing Carpenter's Assault and Precinct thirteen in nineteen seventy six at the Milan Film Festival, uh, Erwin Yablans and Mustafa Koz sought out to carp for Carpenter to direct a film for them about a psychotic killer that stalked babysitters, which is the most formulaic uh, slasher premise that you can get. Uh, Jack, I'm sure this is very well known, but do you know the original title of Halloween?
1: The babysitter murders or killers, one of the two.
0: Yes. Um, even though Yablons has stated that this is not true, that it was always t- supposed to be Halloween, I don't
1: it and it's yeah uh, it, it's been it it has been on too many like publications and whatnot for it to be like i'm sure like it might have been like a thought at one point or another not to mention i'm sure this movie has been like very obviously heavily studied uh so i'm sure that there might have been some root of truth to that but
0: and then carpenter agreed to direct the film contingent on having full creative control of the screenplay and Choices Directing, which was obviously the right move here. Uh, filmmaker Bob Clark suggested in an interview in 2005 that Carpenter had asked him for his own ideas for a sequel to his 1974 Black Christmas that feature an unseen and motiveless killer murdering students in a university sorority house. Uh, a fun fact for coming in December, Jack, do you know what movie Bob Clark directed?
1: A Christmas Story.
0: Yes. Is it yeah. a he directed Black Christmas? No,
1: no. Yeah, I, I knew I knew the Christmas story cuz like we we've talked about it before, but like that was I don't watch as much now, but like that used to be like a I would run that like multiple times on Christmas like you do. So the name Bob Clark is always like Wrong mm. in the head and then I saw Black Christmas I was like wait the, the duality
2: of man with with Christmas movies I don't know they still torture us with 24 hours of that movie uh, they don't never,
0: not a torture my friend not
2: a torture There's basketball we, don't need, we, don't need, we don't need four <laughs> channels running stopped,
0: exactly well, they stopped they okay. did stop the two channels running it now is it TNT or USA it's, they, the two. it's TNT or TBS they change every year okay. so I don't know yeah. what's going to be this year
2: listen man <laughs> I'm, I'm watching Christmas Vacation and basketball. Nothing else that. Day. <laughs> I'm. Sh-
0: I will say, I'm shocked that Christmas Vacation is high for you because it took me being an adult, oh. like a full fledged like thirty something year old, to appreciate Christmas Vacation.
2: Now that's definitely a family thing. It's the Christmas story for a family. We no, watch it at that. least twice a Christmas. And like, I love, just, I love you it. know, just it's just that thing.
0: So, have you seen it, Jack? Christmas Vacation.
2: Yeah, that's
1: one that like. And I, you, I think you're probably putting it properly. It's one that, like, I think people really start to, like, come to when they get older. Oh. And they have to, like – they have to be in charge with, like, the holidays themselves, which, like – I mean, as I've gotten older and I've become more involved with, like, holiday ongoings, like, Clark's characters become much yeah, more – Yeah, he's um, in – as much <laughs> like as – relatable.
0: Che- I don't like Chevy Chase as a person, but, man, Clark, oh, God, Br- no. he is – he is – it's my favorite vacation movie, Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah, yeah, um,
2: yeah. oh yeah, so the so, rest so of them so aren't that great. I mean, Vacation first one, one is fine, but yeah. yeah, the first one's fine. The other European one's not too good, and Vegas is garbage. And I don't even count the, the 2015 movie? reboot, <laughs> whatever. Ironically, that, that movie's complete awfulness, like dumpster fire. And I it's
0: call it. and it's funny because um, we're, we're completely getting off topic here, but with ah. Christmas with Christmas Vacation. It has my one of my most hated characters in movie history. Oh, uh, cousin Eddie he's great. But, but the fact that I know we all have someone like that in our family. I totally, I totally yeah. get why he's yeah. There. Yeah. cousin. <laughs> I hate cousin Eddie. I hate everything about cousin Eddie. Uh, but yeah, that that's an anniversary maybe coming up in the next year or two. So. We could be touching on oh, I'll, don't
2: worry i'll be if, if we're doing 45 years of halloween 4 we're definitely doing <laughs> christmas vacation if we can go to that level we're gonna go to the other levels
0: but going back to halloween the movie was filmed over 20 days because of the low budget wardrobe and props were often crafted from items on hand or could be purchased inexpensively carpenter hired tom lee wallace who went on to direct the classic halloween 3 season of the witch um He was hired as production designer, location scout, and co-editor. Wallace created the trademark mask by Michael Myers through a a famously known Captain Kirk uh, mask. He purchased that mask for $1.98. At a costume shop on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, Carpenter recalled how Wallace widened the eye holes. And spray painted the flesh to a bluish white. In the script it is said Michael Myers had a pale features of a human face. And it truly was spooky, spooky looking. Uh, I can only imagine the result if they hadn't painted the mask white. To be honest with you. And if they just left it as a Kirk I, mask. I
1: was going to ask. Did we. or Are there any pictures of like the mask before. Yes. yes. It's, it's, okay. Because yeah. I like. I see it. I like. I've never really seen, like, the William Shatner in the masks. Like, I looked at him, I was like, oh, that's cool. But I really want to see, like, the before and after of it all. Yeah, you. I think you can I, Google I,
2: that easily. Okay. Yeah, I see it right here. I do also have to ask, why does William Shatner have a mask? Like, Star he's Trek, just a, man. A, <laughs> Star Trek. He's just a regular white guy. Like, who cares? It's Star Trek, just man. Just comb your hair over you, look like him. <laughs> I think Star
0: Trek was still, like, insanely popular during the era. Oh,
2: probably, yes. It just seems like a weird... It's just regular good looking white guy. You don't need a mask (laughs) for that.
0: Uh, in terms of the wardrobe, many actors wore their own clothes. Jamie Lee Curtis' wardrobe was purchased at J.C. for about a hundred dollars. Uh, Wallace described the filming process as uniquely collaborative, with cast members often helping move equipment, cameras, and helping facilitate setups. As a matter of fact, the last scene that was shot in the movie was actually 1963 because they touched up a portion of the of the. Of the house so they can actually film that last sequence which is the first sequence of the movie uh in regards to maestro's corner uh it's one of my favorite scores of all time it's in my top 10 I think it's the greatest horror score ever made uh don't think for me specifically I don't think I know Jack is now on a a kick with a specific goblin but uh Halloween to me is the greatest score (laughs) for a horror movie ever composed uh He Carpenter composed a score after a test screening, uh, which was shown without any music, and he was told it was not scary and also extremely boring. Uh, Instead of utilizing a symphonic soundtrack, the film score consists of primarily piano medley. um, And apparently, I don't know how true this is because you know John Carpenter is out there with his interviews. He said he composed a score in about an hour. Jack, thoughts on the score?
1: I mean, there's, like, four songs in the movie, so, like, that could be right. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, yeah. Like, I, I've i said this kind of before with, like, I think it's just, like, the gold standard for, like, there's not a ton of music in this movie, but it's the right music. I mean, the ha, the Halloween theme, Lori's theme. Um,
0: the shape stalks.
1: Lord. Yeah, the shape stalks. Uh, and then the, I guess, just, like, I don't even know what I would say, Mike like, the last. Myers so like house. The, uh, bum up. that's the, bum that's the shape yeah. that's a shape stock
0: store okay. the one that and i'm thinking like the
1: about bina, bum, that one bum. Bum. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Bum. so not not a ton of like different pieces but like they all just work so well and just some really good stings to uh every, every single of uh, kill whether it's like the bum or the um i really love the one when uh it's after like lonnie and his friends like trip uh tommy and they're all like running away, and then you have that tire screech as like the, the theme runs like comes in as he runs into Michael. That's one of the, one of my favorite, uh, music moments. But, and then counterbalances with an honestly hilarious uh, Blue Oyster Cult drop. Mm, uh, <laughs> I love
0: the use of "Don't Fear the Reaper," and that's
1: how new was that song? Because I... that was a '70s song. That had to have been like really new.
0: <laughs> Don't fear the Reaper. Was released in nineteen seventy six. So a year yeah, okay. about it, <laughs> about two years, two, about a,
1: two years old. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, but the music is just yeah. Like I, I, love, I love listening to the Suspiria score, but like this
2: is about as effective as it gets.
0: What about you, Hunter? Do you like the score?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I knew the you know everyone. Not everyone. I guess most people know the Halloween theme music so when I open, start this movie and it kicks in right away zooming in on the pumpkin I'm like okay we're, we're in for something right here so I think it's incredibly iconic it's a great way to start out a movie especially people are more familiar with the music than the movie itself and I think just it's yeah like Jack said it's sparse but it plays when it needs to be so I think it's for even if it took them a week to do it it's still incredibly did it that that short and quickly
0: for sure. Uh yeah, uh, co sign everything you guys say. I absolutely love this score. Uh, only to Proceed by Halloween 3. Those are my two favorite scores in the franchise. Yeah. Uh Movie was released on October 25th, 1978 for a budget of between 300 and uh, 300 to 325,000. It grossed 70 million dollars, which at the time was the highest grossing independent film of all time. Uh, adjusted for fl- inflation, I think. I mean, do we still count A twenty four as an independent studio? Yeah, right. I guess.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that yeah. record's pretty much over.
0: But I was saying, just for inflation, I wow. wonder if it still holds the record.
2: Wait, who's? Oh, inflation. Okay, I would say.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: What? Uh, was Was it like Blair Witch? That's an independent I mean, like Paranormal maybe? Activity,
1: maybe. That's what yeah. I was
0: thinking. Paranormal Activity, but Paranormal they, Activity, yeah. I think ended up going to Paramount. So I don't think. Yeah. No. So. Uh, yeah. But no, regardless Shit ton of money for a movie that cost Basically nothing to make at the time uh, In terms yeah. of the trophy room This movie holds a 96% approval On RT uh, The consensus reads Scary, suspenseful, and thrilling uh-huh. However, as with a lot of movies We cover on here uh, it, Upon its initial release, Halloween Performed uh, Poorly with critics, especially Pauline kale Quentin Tarantino's Favorite Film critic. Uh, She wrote a scathing review suggesting that Carpenter doesn't seem to have any life outside the movies. One can trace almost every idea on the screen to directors such as Hitchcock and Brian De Palma. Hitchcock, okay please with the palma the palma rips off hitchcock on the regular in his movies but that's another that's <laughs> another story for another time and to the val newton productions and musing that maybe when a horror film is stripped of everything but dumb scariness when it isn't a shame to revive the stalest device in the genre it satisfies part of the audience in a more basic childish way than sophisticated horror pictures do um
2: people talk about how i mean the movies and i don't say this stuff
1: (laughs) yeah this is definitely a case of like if go back if they went back in 10 years with everything that had come in the 10 years since i'm sure that they'd probably look at this a bit better i mean i'm pretty sure that was enough like the same case for like alien i know people like that initially had gotten some mixed reviews just on it being like a horror movie or whatever but you know after a while, and after so many of our beloved '80s cheese, you kind of just look back and be like, "Oh, that's actually like about as good as we'll ever get." But not all the critics were upset, as of ah, course yes. our tried and true Mr. Roger Ebert. Go for mm-hmm. it! Four out of four stars. And, and this even, is a, even. Sistel,
0: that's what
2: I was going to say. Half, yep. More surprising, yeah. honestly, the fact that
0: our two our, I, our two yeah. go tos here. Yeah. They, they came. I in knew from she more of a
2: Siskel guy, and he was on <laughs> Target too. I was like, yeah, "Okay."
1: Siskel was the bigger shock here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I've I've noticed that Siskel has always been harder than Ebert is. Even, yeah. Uh but yeah, they both loved it. Uh the movie was nominated for Jack's favorite award show, the Saturn Awards. Uh, favorite planet for best horror film, but it lost. Do you? Without looking. Oh, we've talked about this before. Discuss this. Oh. I don't like this movie. That it be, even though it's, yeah. a, I know it's a popularly popular
2: movie. I Wait. don't
0: like this movie.
1: Wait, Dawn of the Dead is was the is, same year, right? It is, was is it The, the
2: Omen? Dead. No, no. Um okay. Not The Omen. Okay. Uh, what is it? Uh, that's Suspiria because that's seventy-seven. Yeah. Or, slash Italian. So who knows who's even out in America? I guess. Um, hmm. I'm gonna body
0: snatchers. While you're doing that, I'm gonna look at what the nominees were as well, because
2: body snatchers. Um, let's see, uh, Jaws, four, three. <laughs> and, no, I'm I'll I'll help you here. No, the God movie
0: no. lo- Halloween lost to a movie that didn't even come out in 1978. It came out in
2: 1973. Oh, what? The, well, that uh, that makes it's it harder. Hard. Hard
0: so Halloween. Lost
2: to the Wicker Man.
1: Wait, what? Oh,
0: yeah.
2: because uh, it's, it's probably British. Cause it yeah, did, so it took him five years to cross the ocean. Jesus. <laughs> nominated. Nominated though cool.
0: was obviously Halloween, Dawn of the Dead, The Medusa okay. Touch, which I've never heard of. Uh, Ma- that that. Magic, starring Anthony Hopkins, which is okay. And Jackson, I appreciate this one, Piranha. Let's go. Good
2: stuff. <laughs> what was, um, if, if it's ready for, what was, like, nominated last year for one? So I just want to see, like, oh, what, yes. is, uh, what, are, what, are, what are you know, what are they, what do they think last, because, like...
1: Ooh. Okay, okay, I, I've got them pulled up, too, now. <laughs> okay, uh, go for it. They, okay. com- they combined the years for 21 and 22, so nominees sure. were A Quiet Place, Part 2, Last Night in Soho, Jesus. The Night House, Scream... X and the winner was the black phone.
0: Ah, uh, okay. I like the black phone, but X is quietly sitting right there. Two. That
2: was like that was that is pandemic is it can get Jesus. <laughs> I mean, sure, sure, sure. I do okay. like the Nighthouse.
0: I'm actually happy the night house is there. I've been trying to get yeah, a lot of people actually, to watch. Uh... That's
2: a good movie. it's probably the best jump scare I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, uh, with the
0: music, just,
2: just the. I, it was literally in the theater by myself because they were they barely released it, and you kind of get in the mood of that movie, and then just hits yep. you like, Same <laughs> for it me, it is it's crazy. A, yeah, it's, it's a, a good one,
0: it's a very very good one, Jack. You definitely check it out if you have a chance. Uh, Two thousand six, yeah. Halloween was selected for preservation. the national film registry in my opinion took a a little bit yeah i was gonna say took a little bit long to get there but you know how this place is sometimes they take way too long to get some of these movies uh in 2008 it was selected by empire as one of the 500 greatest movies ever made in 2010 total film selected it as one of the greatest 100 greatest movies ever made 2017 complex named halloween the best horror film of all time the following year Pace listed as the best slasher of all time. Wolf on the slasher part, and Michael Myers <laughs> was say, was ranked as the channels. greatest villain horror villain of all time by L.A. Weekly, AFI number sixty eight on a hundred years, hundred thrills. We got to get those numbers <laughs> up.
2: Uh, Here's are... what does 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 hundred thrills mean horror thriller? Kind of, are, they, it's just kind of this, very, you know. Very
1: liberal with the term thrill because like the top three is pretty like. I, not The Order, but it's, like, Jaws, Exorcist, Alien, and, like, some
2: kind okay. of thing. And
1: then you have, like, The Godfather in the top, like, 20. Okay. Well, that makes no sense. Because yeah. it's, like,
2: not even – that's not a thrilling movie either. You know, It's just not. And it's not a horror movie. So, yeah, I was trying, I've never figured out what thrills means to them. And like, North
1: by, North by Northwest was may, might have been, like, five. Or, wait, Psycho might have been five. <laughs> Okay. Which like, like
2: yeah. this is fine because that movie goes and moves. Yeah. So, and then Michael Myers
0: was nominated for Hundred Heroes and Villains, but did not get into the Hundred Yeah. It didn't like-
2: yeah. <laughs> probably,
1: probably would have been low because like I don't think there were I don't think any of the slashers yeah. made it. Um and it was also nominated for movie.
2: Uh for the mm-hmm. updated list for the top one, this, which- this is why we need to somehow, some way well, we have Alex at AFI Fest right now, so we have to yeah. find a way to infiltrate infiltrate this institute and re, um, you know, just bring it back to glory or something, or, or just them hire hire
0: the, do hire the three of us to spend like a month to break the just pay us. We'll take a month vacation from our day jobs oh, yeah. and just like go in Consortium. and work on these lists. Seriously,
2: yeah. Uh, tell them like, okay, you fucked up here. Don't do that again and then tolerance ha- in your top 100 nobody cares get it out of there <laughs>
0: halloween is responsible basically for the popularization of the genre per se in terms of slasher film genre be- slasher, oh, slasher, slasher. slasher. <laughs> slasher. It, again i take take the wrong message from halloween man uh, uh you know <laughs> a, it basically popularized a final girl trope of killing all I characters. will give
2: yeah when people did the slasher they did not do it as well as this they did take some of the wrong ideas
0: um, see Carpenter shot many of his kills to build tension not just have kills mm. as opposed to Friday the 13th um, basically it became the blueprint for the successful ones like Friday the 13th Nightmare on Elm and Scream later on but slashers inspired by Halloween. I did some, I'm, obviously I could go on for hours on what it inspired, but some of the ones that I wanted to point out, we have holiday movies. We have sel- Silent, Light, Silent Night, Deadly Night, yep, yep. New Year's Evil, April Fool's Day, <laughs> which I talked about, Christmas Evil, My Bloody Valentine, Trick or Treats, and then Friday the 13th as another one.
2: Are Are these actual movies? Oh, yeah.
0: I've seen all oh, of these. I thought you were, ma- thought you were no, making yeah, half yeah, of them. No. I've seen every what single say, one of these. Of
2: I, once you said, like, April Fool's Day, Christmas night, I'm like, what the fuck is when, this? When you went
0: off to the Overlook, I actually mentioned I watched April Fool's Day this week. Okay. Well. So...
2: You know, it's a better version anything? of body. It's a
0: better version of bodies, bodies, bodies. That's the way I'll classify April Day. Right? <laughs> I see. I didn't
2: even watch that. So I guess
0: <laughs> my bloody Valentine's of Valentine's Day tradition. Right. Uh, they I've did... heard
2: of that one because I've seen the, D, I, the DVD was at some Target gas station, and that's creepy. I was a kid to see that. I was like, Jesus.
0: They did remake it in 2009 with Tom Atkins. Just wanted that, that's, to point that that's out. That's, that's the
2: one, one I'm thinking of, not the original one. Yeah, Sorry.
0: original one, it's gnarly. It's, it's, it's a fun one, nothing crazy. But yeah, you can go on on Wikipedia and you'll just see every single inspiration from Halloween mm-hmm. in terms of holiday movies, slasher movies. Or I mean, Jack has seen some of the shit that I've watched. Kill You have Killer Everything in the 1980s. We have... Uh, most recently, I saw a killer lawnmower movie called Blades, which is uh, really something special. You would special. think it'd be called <laughs> The Lawnmower Man. The Lawnmower Man is also a solid, 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 but it has nothing to do with the actual lawnmower as, as the murder weapon. so I know, which is wow. the big disappointment. <laughs> um, what's age the best, Jack?
1: All right. Um, I mean, obviously, like relative to what its genre would become, just this as a whole, uh the opening pumpkin zoom in. Uh, it took me until like last year to make out the, the head and the knife, <laughs> uh, which is just an absolute genius of a touch there. The Loomis monologue, not quite the yelling Loomis, but <laughs> equally as convincing of the fear and emotion. Um, the thing on TV, uh, wonder if that will have any cute little Easter egg mm-hmm. ramifications later down the line. Uh <clears throat> Early steady cam, I know we all speaking of the shining yet again. Everyone a lot points to that, but now the first scene and even like later on in the movie specifically when she goes back to the house, I mean that's all there. Um honestly, I forget just like we don't get a ton of like really clear views of like the masks, so there's still kind of like a bit of like kind of mystery surrounding it. Fast forward to Halloween four, and it's it's all they want to show you. It's like, look guys, look who it is, um, and then yeah, also just independent movies, just with this being one of the first and showing that you can make a lot with a very very little.
0: Awesome, uh, Hunter, what do you got here?
2: Well, Dave, when I you know we were saying it's a slash movie, you are correct. I said one of the best things about it is the build up to the kills, like the opening tracking shot with Michael is. Amazing after you know, the the opening with the pumpkin and then they have that I was like, Holy shit, they were right this is great and other ones it gets a little more it's very well done the whole time. I guess a little more repetitive, but that's okay for me. But I like that he is credited as the shape half the time. I mean they do call Michael Myers, but he's a little more mysterious now, he's a little more random with his violence, he's just a unstoppable killer. He even eats dogs, which that's cool, I guess. Not too cool to do it, but that's really just shows like the terror of him. He's because you know I haven't seen the new Halloween movies, but once you get to there, it's a little less fun or interesting when you know about the killer so much. And this one, you clearly know nothing about him really, besides what Loomis is saying. And I love the ending of it, the incredibly depressing ending where he shoots him in the head or whatever. He's like I might have got him and then boom he doesn't and that's the end of the movie. And everyone's crying and you, you cut back to all the bodies that he's killed and it's like, damn, this guy really messed this town up in literally less than like a night.
0: Big time. Alright, so I have a lot here, so forgive me here. Uh horror movie scores, uh horror movies about holidays. Uh, the you guys, Hunter mentioned that the use of the panic Glide, the tracking shot to open the movie, scream queens, Jamie Lee Curtis, iconic horror movie characters, clown masks, Michael Myers' cli- uh, climbing skills, most quotable horror movie. Uh, William.
2: Hold on. Sh- well, Nightmare on Elm Street's really getting you there. Welcome to prime time, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> William. Terms to Sh- that kind of stuff.
0: William Shatner's face.
2: I, mean, I think you're just grabbing is, is, straws is, now. Is, is, is it is it his face though? <laughs> no, I guess you're
0: right. Um, yeah. The name Sam it, Loomis it, it, in, in horror. A
2: libel lawsuit. I think they might have changed it just enough.
0: <laughs> there was a lawsuit that I will get to later. I will say probably. Um, the name Sam Loomis in horror movies. Oh yeah. Psycho oh, and horror. then. All right. Okay. I have sure. I have come to the conclusion in my warped mm. mind that Sam Loomis in Psycho and Halloween are the same person. And I would Who's get... Sam Loomis in Psycho?
1: That's uh, Mar- Marion's Marian's boyfriend. Uh, yeah.
2: Oh... Uh... Through the horrors, it's a very big a very big turn in, t- in 13 years between those no, two. 18, <laughs> 18 years, 18. I guess. Through the, through the horrors, years.
0: through the horrors of the events of Psycho, Sam Loomis moves to Haddonfield, Illinois, and becomes a psychiatrist.
2: Now, I will tell you, there is Loomis says for 15 years or whatever, I've been trying to lock him up for seven years to try to keep him there, rehabilitate him. I don't know. Through so, Thailand might not work there. Degrees <laughs> were easy to get in the 60s, I guess. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, hey, if you have lived through Psycho, you have determination to get stuff. I guess. Wait,
1: so wait, do we know what. Do we know what Loomis' job was in Psycho? Do they you talk never about know. It like in the hotel scene. Know. Okay. I'll yeah. Sure. That's what makes oh, me the connect the two because
0: you never really know what he does. He, like, owns a hardware shop, is like the only thing we see totally. towards the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. But we don't know if he's just working there. Does he co owner and he has another job? You know, like, there's
2: there's, there's <laughs> room
0: to speculate of what's going the sway on. Here.
2: of Hitchcock Moore, it gives you
0: just enough to be able to make your own theories. <laughs> so, the, you guys, uh, Jack maybe will get here one day. I know Tonner will never get here. The law. Long game with Dr. Ooh. Wynn. So, the guy that uh, Sam Loomis is talking to when he comes out, and then he's like, God damn it, Loomis, he doesn't even know how to drive. Well, he's doing <laughs> very well last night. Yep. That guy, his name's Dr. Wynn. He ultimately becomes the villain of Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. And he is the one responsible for Michael doing everything he does through Halloween 1, 4,
2: and 5. So, he gave him driving lessons
0: oh, oh. Yeah. okay yeah, so was... it, it it it's it's interesting it's obviously a different actor in halloween six but when they when they bring him in in halloween six you're just like what the fuck is going on here uh,
2: uh sam loomis has quite the wikipedia entry on the psycho <laughs> <laughs> he was the divorced owner of the sam loomis hardware store also and brief. five, fifteen other paragraphs for worth. So now vacation, you gave me more.
0: So he sold the hardware store after he the. He sold it. Cycle. That's what I'm he saying. He has
2: He's got money now.
0: <laughs> he has the enough money to play, pay for his education to become a psychiatrist.
2: Well, but I think I think we're going also, places here. There's another. There's a lot of more paragraphs of what happened after, but you know we could fit it in.
0: Um, <laughs> the thing playing in a Jar Carpenter movie you mentioned before, Uh Bob's kill. It's my one of my favorite kills in any mm-hmm. horror movie just a head tilt when he's staring, basically admiring yeah. Oh, yeah. his work. Absolutely. I really appreciate that. Uh, and Hunter mentioned it before the end where you are taken through everywhere that Michael has been throughout that night. And I also love him breathing in the background. Kind of like for me, it's always kind of been, yeah, he's still around, but also kind of signifies for me, like no matter what, evil is everywhere. And I think that's kind of where I take the ending of that movie. Um, what's age the worse? security <laughs> as psychiatric units? Why are all those patients just hanging out? In, not just a night, a rainy night, to be in fact.
2: What, did, it, wasn't it like a bus crashed or something? No, that was Halloween, 2018. I don't know. How I haven't even seen that movie. How did I know that?
1: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to jump in here. And go for it. Line. I'll put Dr. Loomis instructing the nurse not to underestimate Michael, yet only brings two people to transfer him. <laughs> Um, Way to go. Uh,
0: Tommy Doyle.
1: I hate him. I think he's... Oh, talking. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Once again, jump, jump in. I, I, I had it on yesterday, and I was just watching... I realize, why is it that Tommy and Lonnie and his gang are the only people at his school that that's not wearing costumes? Like, everyone's running <laughs> out of school, like, wearing yeah. costumes, and then they're all just, like, in normal,
2: like, jeans and oh, t-shirts. They were those kids. <laughs> Too cool for it. Which are uh, not cool kids. You at least dress up in that age.
0: The Haddonfield Police Department, or
2: lack of, I feel like Bracket now, is literally yeah. the
0: only person on duty. On well, okay, I'll
2: give it that one. I defend Brackett, though when I was watching it, like you know, Loomis is right about what he says, but he's not a very good presenter of making himself seem not crazy. That's that's (laughs) true. I do think
0: that his speeches are very convincing with
2: ridiculous dialogue. They're they're good for me and us because we know Michael Myers, but for but if you're just a regular police chief who's fucking busy on Halloween night, you're
1: trying to ruin our Halloween.
2: He's literally like, shut up. I don't know who this is. I have a job to do. Give me evidence or go away. And here's a five-minute speech about this man's pure evil. Man, I saw into his eyes. I'm like, it doesn't help me. I'm sorry.
1: More <laughs> fancy talk.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the, the word totally. Oh, Yo, God, yeah. yeah, yeah God, totally. I, I, <laughs> and this is probably the most age of the worst thing and like, probably in my in definitely any of my top ten favorite movies of all time. Here we go. Uh listen, I love Bob, but first we'll take your clothes off, then we'll take Lindsay's clothes off. It is cringe
1: yeah. as fuck.
0: <laughs> like I yeah. I I ooh man. How old is Lindsay? Like twelve?
2: Like not even probably.
0: Like not even is, no. that is rough. Oh. Um oh and this is just like a side note at the end. Worst neighbors in movie history. You have someone literally screaming yeah, and begging yeah. for you to open the door and you turn the best thing is like they turn the light on to see who it is. The shutters and, and then they shut it.
1: Yep.
2: Um and that's I like, what I'm the, the trick-or-treaters I- tonight. The well, there is a few, I guess. They're they were out.
1: And they it's were out the early too. Like they're walking yeah. home from school and it's maybe like four and they're just people already out I'm like, damn, they're getting like four hours of trick-or-treating and then efficient yeah. as hell.
0: For sure. Uh <laughs> Jack, what else do you have here?
1: Um I'm surprised you didn't bring this up. Those goddamn palm trees. I blame 4K.
0: <laughs> I don't blame original making of the movie. So that's why.
1: Yeah. I... Yeah. No. That that's something that's just like that. That is definitely a more of a nitpick, but very hilarious and also just very of, kind of sad because I was outside the other day and I was like, "Damn, it is like warm as hell out." I'm like, "This must have been what it was like for them to shoot Halloween mm-hmm. in oh. LA." We should, we should
2: um, come here. It's like 25 degrees today.
0: Oh, that's great! It's fifty degrees here, and I'm loving it. Uh,
1: you you talked about sheriff brackets level of urgency, uh, and then just the last funny. I I didn't notice this till I saw it in theaters last year. But Loomis parking in the handicapped spot when he's talking to the uh, when he's talking to that guy earlier he was like he can drive very well. Last night, I didn't I didn't realize till he was in the till I saw it in the theater. But I was like, oh, that's that's funny, but. No, nah, I pretty much touched on
2: everything else already.
0: All right, Hunter, do you have anything?
2: Um, there's only one. That was a legitimate one. I was like, when Lori enters the house where Bob and who's been killed, mm-hmm. everybody's like staged like a haunted house, all their dead bodies. I was like, that's something Freddy Krueger would do. Like, set up the house for someone to enter and be like, woo, scary!" You know, Michael wouldn't wouldn't have that kind of decorating.
0: Yeah, tw- or
2: think about it. So I was like, that makes no sense for him.
0: Something I didn't include because I didn't think. Um, in in, in real world if you put yourself in Laurie's situation, because a lot of people poke holes at like she dropped the knife. I'm like, if you're in that position and you just stab someone, you know, you may just drop the knife. It's not like
2: yeah.
0: something that's care about that illogical that a lot of people throw shade There's- at
2: it was just the body of who, i don't know who the other girl is not the totally girl who's the other one her other name uh um, Lynn, uh annie annie yeah annie yeah or she like dangles from the doorway or whatever or, or maybe that was the totally girl i don't know but i was, was just like it, oh annie, that's annie, yeah. no it was annie okay it was that was a little that's two stage for me for michael myers I'm like he wouldn't do that that's, that's yeah. but everything else was like comedic and pick and you did it too. So there's I really did, nothing.
0: I did forget to add wrong. what what age the best. The effective use of the girls because they only share one scene together, the three of them.
2: Yeah, it's true. The whole yeah. just tracking shot of them yeah. walking pretty much. And I think mm-hmm. it's really effective. They walk and talk.
0: They're able to build that relationship and you actually care within like one, with scene, one yeah. scene. And uh, Deborah Hill wrote the entire uh that entire uh dialogue for the three of them there. Uh Joe Spinell that guy award Jack, what do you got here?
1: I have, uh, I have Arthur Mallet or Arthur Malay. I'm not sure uh, who's a- who plays Angus Taylor, the cemetery owner. Oh. I know him as Mr. Dawes Jr. from Mary Poppins. <laughs> I looked that up and I was like, no way! Oh, yeah. that's a, a really a really fun poll. I I had, I would have never just put that together on my own for sure.
2: Hunter, what do you got here? <laughs> Only one I could think of, and I didn't. I didn't really know anybody here that I recognized. It was just the guy who played um, um, Bracket. He plays. Oh, Charles uh, in, He plays the guy in Major League. Yes, League he does. Yes, he <laughs> does. <laughs> I didn't like, know that guy. He seems he seems familiar. And I was like, I've seen Major League, so that's that was pretty fun. I, yeah. And I was like, he's a pretty damn good police officer for what he's been given.
0: I would at that point. I was. I'm gonna use Charles Cyphers in another category, but I do have PJ Souls, the totally girl, because she's okay. also in Carrie. She's also one of the uh, uh, one of the girls in Carrie.
2: Does 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 Bracket appear in the other movies? He's in the, the, the second. One. He's
0: in the second one because mm-hmm. his daughter dies, so he has a. He's like in like fifteen minutes uh, of oh, the get, movie, and so when his, I do think they write him off well because when he uh, the last scene is him, um, meeting going to the house. And sees his daughter dead. And then he's like, I gotta go home and tell my wife. So that's how they write him off. That's it? Yeah. And then they do have like another authority figure. But I will say, Haddonfield Police is very much in Halloween 2. They are all over the place in Halloween 2. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Al Martino miscast award. Do you have anyone here, Jack?
1: Okay. I'm going to change this to... I-, I-, I can't think of the actor's name. But the What Could Have Been... Because oh, yeah. I, I don't think anybody was miscast, but there was one casting potential you did not bring up.
0: Oh, because uh, it's, it's coming. It's oh, coming. Okay. Go for it, though.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. Obviously, Donald Pleasant's incredible, incredible job as Dr. Loomis. That said, Peter Cushing would have been... Would have, been, would have been something to see. I, I, I still think it would have yeah. been a good – I still would have been a good result. Uh, I, I I can see why post-Star Wars he would
0: – Say no. Have
1: a little big britches, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Pleasance at the time, I mean, he was a working actor. I think he was in like six other movies this year or something like that. There's uh, a
0: reason for that that I do have in mind a little later as to why he did so many movies. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I man. Peter, Peter Cushing was in those fifteen vampire movie, Dracula movies. You know, he's down for it. Oh,
1: oh yeah, yeah. If the, I would I, say I if this was is, sal- I think it was his salary where mm-hmm. he was just like, I'm worth the probably. This. If this was
0: probably. filmed, if this was filmed before Star Wars had even come out, I think he would have easily done it. For they, sure. They definitely didn't yeah. know what Star Wars was going to be. Uh, I only have potential of the guy. Not, I don't have a problem with the guy that played Bob but because <laughs> yeah. P- yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like like i just like he feels like a 70s character um mm-hmm. but pj Souls' boyfriend at the time yep. was going to yep. play bob and his her boyfriend was dennis quaid so that would have been an interesting Ooh. early dennis quaid like hey look it's like kevin bacon in nightmare and Elm. Street. i mean in yeah. friday the 13th uh so that would have been a pretty cool supporting role uh hunter do you have anything here
2: uh no i'm just glad that Jamie lee cruz is in this movie or right? so we don't have to talk about what could have been with her i know, you know we could have had and...
0: i could have just turned yeah, it around and
2: uh, if only al pacino <laughs> was michael myers then we could have just <laughs> <be> like nope <laughs> i'm <laughs> gonna, gonna all turn all. it around
0: and hunter i say what if janet lee plays laurie strode instead of jamie lee what we <laughs> next up marie's Jouar music moment you can pick a lot of things here so i'm sure we may have something different uh jack what do you got
1: uh, Hunter, you uh, well, you saddened me a little bit earlier because my music moment is Laurie discovering the room. Uh,
2: I oh. think just... the,
1: the, yeah, it's the good music. The, 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 the slow dread, <laughs> along with just the effectiveness of the scene, the slow dread, uh, the stings when she opens the door, the body falls, but most notably, the, the sting as the light shines on Michael in the doorway. That, and I guess I should just say it now because I don't think i will have another chance to but that shot is just like top 10 favorite shot probably of mine ever just the the slow light panning onto michael's face is just uh yeah that's that's what like this pretty much the highlight of this movie for me honestly and the music also just works really well
0: for sure. I have the shape stalks Lori as soon as she falls down the stairs when he slashes so her. So imme-
1: immediately after, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. That, dun, dun, dun That always, always hits. Uh, What do you got, Hunter?
2: I have the pumpkin at the opening. I just love that it's just like, just let the music take over at this moment. But also, I'm cheating a little. A moment where he chose not to use music is where Michael got stabbed with the coat hanger or whatever and yes. is dead. Yeah. And he hmm. just he rises up, but there's no music as he's getting up, and it's, it's just silent. And it's incredibly creepy to see, like, oh, he's still alive. And I could see music, you know, like a piano sting right as he's about to, right as he's getting up. I could easily have seen that, but John Carver didn't. And it's just silence that's super creepy. So I applaud him for that. One, it shows that he was brilliant at making music, but he still knew how to use it. As well. Absolutely. Not that that's a contestable point at all, either, you know.
0: Um, our Black Turtleneck Guy Award. So I have three contenders here. I'm not sure if you're going to disqualify my first one because maybe he's in it a lot. I think he Nick
1: Castle.
0: I'm not going to say Nick Castle (laughs) because he is he's he is Michael for too much of the movie. Uh, (laughs) is Charles Cipher's in it too much? Because I think he has like I think he has like three four scenes at best.
1: Let's see, he runs in the lorry. Runs in the lorry, and that's like what? Store. That's
0: like a 45-second scene. The Harvard hardware store, store is probably like a minute and a half. Seconds. 30 seconds lo- to lo- lo- a minute. It's the not that long. It's
1: probably the
2: longest. So that's, uh, that's where I gets would another go. He has another one outside, with them outside the house, maybe? Yeah, when but he's yeah. like more fancy talk.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if we're <laughs> not going to go ones? there, Let's I have see. Will Sandin, who plays Michael Myers in 1963, the little boy. And and then I have Tony Moran, who is the face of Michael, where Jamie Lee, where Laurie rips off his mask at the end of the movie, and you see his face for like maybe three seconds, and then Loomis shoots him. Those are those would be my three. Uh, Hunter,
2: what do you got here? Mine was actually Will Sandon, Oh, good, young Michael Myers. I was just like, hey, I mean, obviously he wasn't the one holding the camera on the opening tracking shot, blah blah blah. Yeah, but, but it all starts with him. On, he just got he got that blank stare on him, like, yeah, that kid's fucked up. He's gonna do something, his and only, he sells it. For and his only super simple task, but he does it. His only movie role. Hey, Dion Waiters, man, just really? pop yeah. in that movie. Look, look, blank stare. Get out. Never do another movie again legendary
0: jack what do you got
2: here
1: will sandon as well all yeah. right so, yeah. live. all right
0: thomas mitchell supporting oh, it's donald
2: pleasance for me like yeah, not even close yeah because i think laurie is like the lead but i mean well, i guess dr bloomer says pretty equal screen time almost. It's yeah. i mean not, not not the exact same but it's noticeable enough
0: and he is the he is top build
2: as well in the movie too that's true yeah, yeah. So uh, but you, I still
0: picked them. Do you have anything else, Jack? Here or you're good there too?
1: I I went PJ Souls just because okay. I I didn't want to pick like the top build. Uh, could have you could have used one more totally out
2: of her. I would say <laughs> uh, when true. she's
0: getting killed, she's like totally right, right when she's sure. about to and then like her, her head, last gasp, the
2: last gasp. <laughs> um, that, that's right. like Friday the Thirteenth level, Nightmare on Elm Street level.
0: And then our icebox MVP of the film, I have, I have two. And it's not obvious. I love Jamie
2: Lee in here, but I do
0: have John Carpenter and Dean Cundey. Because the way this movie okay. is shot okay. is crucial to help Carpenter's direction. By the way, I do have what he shot some Halloween. So, so some highlights. I'm not going through everything. So Dean Cundey shot Halloween, The Fog, Escape from New York, Halloween 2, The Thing, Halloween 3, Psycho 2, Romancing the Stone, Back to the Future, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Back to the Future Part 2, Back to the Future Part 3, Roadhouse, (laughs) Hook, Jurassic Park, Apollo 13. There Um, you go.
2: Don't skip the best one. Sorry. Paul 13. (laughs) Paul 13. It's amazingly camera work in terms of just everything about that movie.
0: More Dave movie here. The Parent Trap. Casper. The Flintstones starring starring Kyle McLaughlin as the villain of the Flintstones. And (laughs) 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 And those are the the last kind of like big, big ones. He did shoot Jack and Jill and (laughs) I don't need to talk about it. Yeah. Hey. very nice man to talk to. I met him a, like, okay. made, like five he's, or six he's, years he's, ago. He's
2: like in the middle of Zemeckis and Spielberg and stuff because he's like not top tier for either of them, but he does a lot of movies. For, for sure. Him.
0: Uh, but yeah, Cundy's great. But Carpenter, I mean, this movie could have gone completely wrong if it's not Carpenter directing and writing this. So uh, that's mm-hmm. what I have. Jack, what do you got?
1: It, it's John Carpenter. I mean, I, mean, I honestly – i'm surprised you haven't brought this up now but like he directed he wrote and he scored the movie like that's up there for like the most a director's probably done for like any movie (laughs) like a Mm -hmm. like a mainstream movie so and the so just like in effect like the amount of like weight that he has with this movie and like it's final product. It's it's obviously him for me, and then Jamie Lee Curtis. Is and
0: I do think, too. like we didn't talk a lot about her, but I do think Jamie Lee is is for her first role. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's very good. Uh, what do you got, Hunter? John Carpenter's Law. Well. Delight. All right. And for then, every same reason. Mount Rushmore, for, for me, horror movies. Jack.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're
0: Is it top? T- I know you're. Have different top tier for horror. Would it be in your
2: top 10? No, but. I know it's not Superior 2018, but. That is true because nothing is story. Well, Alien is that, I guess. But but yeah, original Alien is like. The top of the top of the top. But, like, yeah. Uh, that's one, yeah. Problem is, when I looked at my letterbox, in like, October, and I narrowed, uh, uh, uh sorted by like horror, I was like, wow, it kind of is a little slack in there. So it's really <laughs> hard for me to... I guess it is by default because there's just not as much as I honestly thought. So. Oh, you cause can actually... Like, because you- I watched more horror movies, r- new ones recently that are announced. But I'm like, well, I just don't want to throw all of them in there because I've seen them.
0: You've taught me something. You can actually sort by genre and i, kn- I didn't even yeah know.
1: nor nor i did not know that either so that i because, now have
2: to see this as well <laughs> because when i sh- sort on genre and then i sort by um um rating rating mm-hmm. like the menu is in my like top 10 horror movies so i'm like like <laughs> i love the movie i'm not <laughs> saying that i'm not doing that like i don't care and like funny games is in there i'm like look great movie not really a horror movie so like Eh, my, my ratings are a little off. Like King Kong is now my second highest rated Let's horror go. movie. Like, it is. It's a goddamn good horror movie, but, you know, it's like, eh, you know, it's you know it's something else. I so.
0: hate that it's not – I'm on my phone, and I hate it's not numbered to see how many I've watched because I'm curious how many horror movies I've seen. Oh, like.
2: my – Based on Letterbox's destination of horror, I've seen 114. So I'm guessing that's just one week's worth for you. <laughs> You're on your computer, right? Not, not. I'm on my computer. Right. Oh, can, man, uh, can I I'm see a... you? I think I can. I I'm, can. Do
0: you. I'm kind of. I'm gonna guess it's probably over a thousand, but I.
2: I would hope so, honestly.
0: It's definitely. Uh... It's definitely more than. No, maybe it's not. I'm looking at it. it's probably like 500. All right. You want a final guess? Go. F- uh, I'm gonna go with.
2: 475 you got almost double that you're at 809 oh great great in terms of Uh, terms of uh automatically it goes by most recent so most recent is five nights at freddy's for you so good job (laughs) Uh,
0: what all right is this mount rushmore for iconic horror movie characters
2: in terms of, well, I and Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. Yeah, it's like, Cedar. Heroes Cedar.
1: and villains. I had you know, horror villains written down, yeah. Is yeah. this
2: Mount
0: Rushmore for lackluster police force in movies? Not just horror, just movies. See, this, I think this. This is hot, so
2: all All the movies, horror movies, the police suck. I don't think there's a single good one where the police are good. So, but this what they're uh, at least, you know, Jack may what are they pre- supposed
0: to deal with here? Jack may, may disagree. Halloween force, police
2: force is...
1: Uh, oh, we'll dear. see, how, you know... <laughs> Maybe not top I, here, but
2: relative to this, they definitely learned their lesson. I here, mean, so. Doctor Loomis, Doctor Loomis, he had the option to call an Oppenheimer on Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> He'd, be ready. He'd be ready. He's like, get him in the office here. Let's fucking Hadfield. Sorry, we got to get rid of this guy. Is this
0: Mount Rushmore for low expectations in your sexual partner? Because that sex scene, she's like, this is fantastic. It was like thirty seconds at also- best.
1: Also, if you look at it closer, like I, like if you just kind of look at like the blanket and like the position of like the bodies the bl- it looks like they're almost kind of laying like perpendicular with each other. Yes. And so-, and
2: <laughs> so they didn't have um um what do they what do they call now the intimacy coordinators? Yeah, no, they didn't have that back then. So but, funny. Know, it's not. Just free-handing
0: it. Is yeah, this just like, no? Is this Mount Rushmore f- for you for John Carpenter movies?
1: By, by default, yeah, because I yeah. maybe seen like like five. Oh, really? You've only hey, seen it's, five? It's, I, I know I haven't seen like a ton, just because. Oh, okay, okay. I, I got some catching up to do, but it's then, already there, and I'm I imagine it'll probably. I mean, I feel
2: like if you even if you've seen probably Dave, you've probably seen every John Carpenter film. I don't know how this one wouldn't be at the top. You'd be surprised.
1: I know some no, people that. I mean, uh, I I've seen some videos of. Like John Carpenter rankings, and there have been some interesting takes where Halloween ends up in the in the double digits.
2: Yeah, like uh, wow, that
1: makes no fucking sense. Like for me, it's I, Halloween. And I haven't,
2: I've, I haven't seen another John Carpenter film besides this one, so I don't know. But it, I've, I know his films. I've seen it on DVD. I would not knowing think your that.
0: knowing your taste. I think the thing is going to
2: be it for you. I think that's the one that's I, gonna. That's the one I don't know how I haven't seen it yet, honestly. I do really want to see it. It plays in a theater every year somewhere around here, and I always miss it. I think it was like two weeks ago they were playing in a theater. I missed it. Jack's going
0: to appreciate this one, and there's no way he disagrees with me. Is this Mount Rushmore for alternate movie posters?
2: Yes. (laughs) Oh, all right. What is it? Oh, you haven't Mm. seen it, Hunter? her. Um, go, no, to like, go, go to my because, go to my your, your your account is a goddamn maze for alternate posters and then I don't even look at them. I'm like, I don't Jack, want really look at just go to Jack. Just either go to Jack
0: or my alternate uh, a Halloween post. That is a real poster, my friend. Like legit. I, I, I,
1: just... I, want the, I want this framed in my house. Uh, I
2: would love to buy okay, this. I'll go check. I would love to own um, this poster. Where? Go to is my I don't Halloween. List, you'll find it. Oh, okay, good. Right. Uh okay. I'm... Seppo's hot okay a Halloween is it Halloween 23 or just Halloween? Oh, it just it just shows the regular one the one with the knife and the pumpkins. Oh oh, oh
1: hmm.
2: all right can, okay, you, well, can you see i that? think i maybe maybe i haven't oh my god what is that <laughs> <laughs> and see, like, jack and i, I, find, I jack he's and got I... a gun there's a headless horseman basically there's
1: michael myers wielding a chainsaw there are skyscrapers <laughs> in the background
2: is there ch- is there a chainsaw in this in the movie i don't think no so. there oh, isn't no, and it's no. michael myers
0: <laughs> chopping michael myers's head off that's what I was I,
2: saying. So let's say why is he twice? That's a big ass gun too. That's what sni- is that? It's a
0: sniper rifle. You have a <laughs> helicopter. You have a someone, helicopter. You have someone climbing the, the the Like
1: the like the pose of Jamie Lee Curtis is like the one accurate thing in the in the along with the pumpkin, I guess, with the knife. <laughs> and
0: then Nakatomi Plaza is right behind.
2: Oh yeah. Mike I had I had I had custom posters turned off. Okay, now that's that's probably why. Now yes. you, <laughs> you, see. Now, now okay, you now see it now Okay, now you um, can see it
1: its greatness. That's the, uh, <laughs> it's real too.
2: It is real. <laughs> See, I don't. I want to say it's the stupidest thing ever, but I mean that in a nice way. It's I, the let letterbox for <laughs>
1: like the best forty-five bucks I've
2: ever. Like done. I, I sincerely
0: like it. Jack and I are not joking. I would love to own that poster. I would literally hang it in my like I my stairs going up has a whole. It's just movie and Jack seen it, it's just movie posters yeah. going up the stairs. I would easily hang that sucker up.
2: Ooh, would it be a top-of-the-stairs top, top of the stairs poster? So, the poster? So honestly, <laughs> like at the top of my
0: stairs, it's it's a trifecta of psycho uh, vertigo and rear window. so I don't think that's wow. ever getting touched. That's true. So you got
2: to have uh, uh, vertigo at the top of the stairs. I mean, you yeah. have to. <laughs> You have to. There's and, no way. Or the bottom, because, you know, I'm sorry, I fell to the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> and then uh, is, last
0: couple, is this... Uh, Mount Rushmore for Jamie Lee Curtis for you I th- uh, performance what wise else? yeah she's got movie. Oscar
2: win now sorry
0: that's probably number not f- kidding for True Lies is my yeah. two for her yeah True uh, Lies
1: Freaky Friday. Freaky, Freaky Friday, Friday is probably yeah, my three. Yeah, yeah. I, I like fantastic that. Fantastic and Freaky Friday. Uh, That's a Disney ha- movie. Ha- ha- it's... Halloween is ju- just by principle, essentially. Oh, yeah.
0: And then last last two Mount Rushmore for uh, the word totally in
2: movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How <laughs> many surfer movies That's can best we, best we best? add, though? Seriously. <laughs> <I was> going <gonna laughs> th- the- to say Fast
1: Time Bridgemont
2: and the. Does he use totally? I'm sure somebody does. Oh, that anniversary coming up is
0: Mount. That's such.
2: Point oh, Break. Do they say it in Point Break? They no, they don't. Say it. They don't. Oh, okay. Ooh, well, good, good guess, though. Yeah. And then, last
0: but thought. not least, the reuse of movie names in your title—is it Mount Rushmore? Because Halloween, we are at three uses of the t- same title in the same franchise.
2: Stupid. I totally Whoa.
1: agree.
2: <laughs> nah, That's gonna... <laughs> I I do hate the Scream that they've just done that now. Scream is just Scream. It, it, one it, or it, five? Which one are you talking about? I know it's I know it's in the title. The V is in there, but I'm like I. So no, what the hell? Here,
0: I agree one million percent with you. I hate that Scream Five is not Scream Five. When you if I seeing the movie, I understand why it's called Scream in terms of the the satire it's pulling out from Scream Five. But I am with you. I I don't like it either.
2: Oh, I I can get it in the movie because that's the whole franchise is playing with that whole thing. Yeah. But it's also like. I can't tell. I can't say screamed anybody because, like, well, which one do you mean? And it's just like stupid shit like that. Sure.
0: Uh, Jack, do you have anything here?
1: Um, just kind of some basic ones. Uh, Horror scores. I think for for me, it's this: Psycho, Suspiria, Jaws. Um, I would say it's probably up there for this one's kind of harder to make or like discern, but sleeper hits. I would say just movies that kind of started out with like a lackluster kind of base and then grew on to be something massive. I would say this, the Shawshank Redemption with this, yeah,
2: I mean, essential just,
1: just, like video rental Renaissance. The Star
2: Wars count because nobody, nobody expected that.
1: That that that, that, that again, it was a hard one. To yeah, make. I had that. That's there. The dance,
2: you know, I,
1: I put Rocky there as well, and then ironically, yeah. I also put the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Um Movies that coincide with holidays. Number 1. Uh, I, I have a, a Christmas stories up there also just like Number 2. To, uh jaws Fourth I Fourth think of July. <laughs> How about that? I don't
2: know. Well, there I is
0: wait, there is a holiday movie called Uncle Sam that takes place um, on 4th of July <laughs>
2: and The Killer uh, I mean i just good. No, The <laughs> what, Killer is, The on.
0: Killer is Uncle Sam. Oh. And
2: uh, you
1: know.
0: PJ Souls is an Uncle Sam.
1: Oh, wow yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Well, all right all right right up there uh, with and, ice cream man
1: and then the last one this one we might just have to like discern amongst ourselves but like iconic move like movie performance debuts uh, the quality of the performance is certainly something mm. that could be argued differently but in terms of like yeah i agree I like characters yeah. who opened with like maybe their most iconic role i think like like julie andrews is one that's up there i think orson wells <laughs> maybe uh even like Alan Rickman with Die Hard. Oh, um, yes, yes. Yeah. But it's it's a big conversation. To would have, you like, for just the, the first three that
0: would came Would you to guys think, would you guys think uh movie towns like Haddonfield,
2: Illinois, Ooh, maybe horror like, movie towns. You could get that. I was gonna say,
1: like all fictional movie towns would have to be like a
2: like like like, like Hill Valley. Hill
1: Valley is my there. number one, uh, actually.
0: Like I, Hill yeah, Valley like, is.
1: But, but it also sucks because Hill Valley, you could also mash in with like four other like towns that like kind of share that layout because it's so uh-huh. many. So and many Haddonfield
0: is actually in New Jersey. Like she, Deborah Hills from Haddonfield, New Jersey, and that's where she got Haddonfield. A little there you more. go. Yeah, I've been to <laughs> Haddonfield, New Jersey. Uh, and it's oh, actually yeah. on the way to a horror convention I go to every every March oh, and August, <laughs> so we always pass by Haddonfield, New Jersey. Uh, all right, what do you got, Hunter? Do you have anything else here?
2: Um, I had slasher films. Ugh. I was like, yeah, Halloween. I was like, Scream, Elm Street, Psycho. If you count that as a slasher, uh, then Texas Chainsaw. I guess I yes. don't know, but I movie, movie masks. I said, "Oh yeah, absolutely. ignore any any mask from like a pre already established, so like no superhero masks or anything that were already established." But I was like, "This one, the Hannibal Lecter mask, uh, Ghostface, uh, the mask from the Jim Carrey one." Yeah, that no, you know what? The funny,
0: it's funny you mentioned that when I first saw Halloween, when I got home, I was the mask for Halloween that year. So I did have, yeah. one. yeah. So,
2: kind of, yeah. I'm curious, Playoffs, do you? Th- th-
0: I. Do you think that um, Halloween stores like, you know, Party City, no one has gotten a mask more incorrectly than the Michael Myers mask at Halloween stores like for Halloween cost? Every time I go to like a Party City, a Spirit of Halloween or any Halloween like they never, ever, ever have it correctly. You actually have to pay like um, Trick or Treat Studios is the only outlet that actually has like authentically looking Michael Myers mask. You have to pay, like, $100 hmm. for it, but, like, it's interesting, like, these places charge, like, $60 for a Michael Myers mask, and it looks so fucking terrible.
2: Huh. Which is weird, because it's, you know, shouldn't be that hard to make.
0: It should be so easy,
2: but, uh, Maybe, yeah. Maybe, is it still, like, a rights thing where they technically can't use it, so they have to make their own-ish? I don't not know. I don't believe so, but, uh, but yeah, I, I do, I've, I've noticed no that every time
0: I go to, ho-
2: during the Halloween season, I'm like, God, these masks are fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, I went it, as... I went as Jason one year, Holly, I went as Ghostface one year, but I was never Michael Myers, so, oh well. Next
0: year. Actually, we actually are planning our family costumes for next year, because Harley will be a little older. So the plan is for her to be uh, Lori Strode. She's going to have longer hair by then. Uh, Mm. I'm going to be Michael Myers, and Jen's going to be Dr. Sam Loomis. She's going to get a bald cap, because she already has (laughs) the trench coat, so I think it kind of I think it works perfectly. Well, sure. Well. He has
2: the trench coat—you might as well. She you just see a bald cap. She's good to go. <laughs> um,
0: all right, so let's finish up with some fun facts here. Uh, Carpenter considered the hiring of Jamie Lee Curtis as the ultimate tribute to Alfred Hitchcock, who had given her mother Janet Lee
2: that uh, legendary Sam status. Lumis was already not not enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, and obviously for the same reason, Sam Loomis was named after Sam Loomis and Psycho, who we all have come to the agreement is the same person. Uh, Robert Englund uh revealed in an interview that John Carpenter had him throw bags of dead leaves on set for one day. So we can say that Freddie was also on the Halloween one set. So you mentioned Peter Cushing. Do you know who else John Carpenter wanted to play Dr. Sam Loomis, Jack? Another what if possibility?
2: Just like is it like George C. C. Scott My or somebody, yeah. Sir Chris, I guess it was, it, Sir I Christopher, guess double up with Christopher,
0: Lee. <laughs> Christopher Lee. Yes,
2: yeah, bad. Christopher Makes Lee sense.
0: went on to say that it was the biggest mistake he made in his career, uh, re- turning down mm-hmm. that role. Uh, well,
1: I was going to say with with all the other big hits he had, yeah, probably.
0: But uh, Deborah Hill wrote most of the dialogue for the female characters, while Carpenter concentrated on the Doctor Loomis speeches. Uh, Carpenter was actually intimidated when they met uh for the first time. Pleasant started by stating that he didn't understand or like the script, saying, I don't know what I'm in why I'm in this movie and I don't know who my character is. The only reason I'm doing this movie is because I have alimony to pay, which coincides with the six <laughs> movies that he did that year. And my right, daughter so in England working actor at that period. Pretty much. And his daughter in England is in a rock and roll group and she said, The music that you did on Assault for Precinct thirteen is cool. So that's the only reason he did the movie. Um, Good for him. This, I do. Uh, I saved it for here because I have seen this version. There is. You guys probably will never see this version because it doesn't really air on television like that anymore. So the first airing on television, extra scenes had to be uh, shot to fill in the two hour runtime because uh, there was less commercials at the time. So Carpenter filmed an additional scene at the Mental Institution uh, where Michael's. Uh, sell during the production of Halloween 2 which provided retrospective and hints why Michael is targeting Laurie which is because that's his sister uh, Ooh. spoiler alert I'm sorry. Explanations. Yeah. Uh, I, I knew that
2: but like keep it mysterious
0: originally Nick Castle was on set to watch the movie but uh, John Carpenter made him put on the mask and he ultimately he became our first Michael Myers actually six people played Michael Myers total in Halloween 1 including Deborah Hill and Tommy Lee Wallace Will Sandin, Nick Castle
2: uh, Tony Moran I think one other person so um, I, I, I do like that in that time period Dead Air was like we need more movie not more commercials we need to film more movie which it's, is great I think if you
0: own the Blu-ray of Halloween 1 you do get the TV cut as part of it so I know I have it on cool. my on my Blu-ray. It's part of the of the desk. So, just to watch those scenes, it's it's, it's worth just watching for the scenes. Uh, according to Dom Post, who were president of Dom Post Studios, the uh, the filmmakers originally approached his firm about custom making an original mask for Halloween one. The filmmakers explained that they could not afford the numerous costs involved in creating a mask for this from scratch, but would offer post points in the movie as payment for her services. Don post declined their offer as it received many proposals from numerous studios and unknown filmmakers at the time and never came through. Uh, probably regret that. one. Hey. want to take that one hey. back.
2: I came. Uh, choice, yeah. yeah De- how many horror movies are shitty nowadays and how many were probably then they were just churning them out.
0: Deborah Hill worked for no salary, but she did take a percentage of the profits, which in turn
1: Smart
0: Call. Smart Call. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis has played Laurie Strode in six different decades. Yeah,
2: probably. Yeah,
0: Halloween 1, 1970s, oh, Halloween geez, 2, 1980s, man. Halloween H2O, 90s. Halloween Resurrection 02, Halloween 2018, and two, Halloween Kills oh. and Halloween Ends. Uh, and this is where uh, Hunter mentioned lawsuits. Jamie Lee Curtis said that William Shatner was initially not happy with his likeness that was used in the mask of Myers and turned into a lawsuit uh, for past royalties by Shatner.
2: Boo.
1: So. He could tell it was him. <laughs> Seriously. I wonder, I wonder if they knew if they had like, if that was like a piece of news when it came out.
0: And then Mike, Mike Myers was also unhappy for the use of his name as Michael Myers. Like that was a thing. Anyone knew who Mike Myers was in
2: 1978. So. Yeah, <laughs> who cares?
0: Um, Before shooting the film Carpenter, uh, had Dean Cundey view Chinatown and they were impressed by the movie cinematography that they decided to duplicate the color palette of that movie. Uh, Laurie's father is played by Peter Griffith, who is the father of Melanie Griffith. Uh, Annie Lockhart was John Carpenter's first choice of Laurie Strode. And Kyle Richards, who plays Lindsay Wallace went out to be one of the real housewives of Beverly Hills.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) What a white
0: line. Yep. And that is it. Do you have anything else, Jack,
1: before we go? No, you've got everything. Awesome.
0: All right. So that wraps up this haunting edition of the podcast. Uh, Look out for this podcast on Halloween day. Jack, plug your stuff before we go.
1: Yeah, you can find what I'm watching over on Letterboxd. You just look up my name, Jack Renault. Um, And then you can also see us over at the League of Cinephiles on YouTube.
2: And Hunter. You can find me at cinemadispatch.com, cinemadispatch on Instagram and Twitter. It's a very, very busy week of screenings coming up but it's a very exciting time so look out for all those reviews and lists and essays and awards coverage.
0: Awesome mean, you can find my work at the cinematicreel.com, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, Letterboxd, Instagram all that fun stuff. Same busy time uh, all my New York Film Festival reviews are finally up uh, also busy week coming I will be watching Hunger Games this week and then I have a lot of Netflix stuff FYC events I'll be doing Rustin Nyad and hopefully Maestro again So until next week Where we're going to do our first ever Tears of one of the Greatest probably in my opinion The greatest living director Mr. Martin Scorsese Until next week See you at the movies, Kids